Base Case 02460, Part 2. I'm your host, Phil. In the last episode, I talked about practicing slower and at 60, meaning 60 beats per minute. I think I turned you on to Bob Reynolds' video if you checked it out on YouTube. And I mentioned that at 60 beats per minute, you truly learn how to play a line. You truly learn how to play a head or a walking line because it's slow enough for your brain to take it all in. With the problem being that most people reflexively want to practice and learn faster. You know, we're all in a hurry. Check out people's driving. Uh, see James Glicks, and I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right. He's got a book. I read this about 20 years ago. It's called Faster, The Acceleration of Just About Everything. It's not a music book. Uh, you know, Like I said, James wrote this book about 20 years ago before iPhones took over the world. And the basic premise is that society particularly since recorded history and probably before is moving faster and there's this human reflex to move everything faster to get everything going and to get it over with i remember getting turned on to this same concept in my uh, jazz styles and analysis class at north texas and dr dave joiner turned us on to uh recording of blue bossa from joe henderson's page one which is about early i believe it's 1960 and saying listen to the tempo and it did seem pedestrian versus the tempos that we play blue boss at now and there is this reflex to move everything faster and to get everything over with i think i mentioned that kenny warner discusses that and uh, barry green discusses that in their books now back to music 60 beats per minute makes us absorb it helps us to take only muscle memory out of the equation you know that's what a lot of my I see a lot of students at the place that I teach out there using muscle memory to remember things. And they get thrown when the tempo that's called is different than the tempo that they've used to playing it out. Something I left out last week is that it also helps when we slow things down, when we have to play music that is at slow tempos like ballads. I was just with a student right before I recorded this, and we were talking, we were playing something at 75, and he says, it's really harder to do this. And I said, yeah. I said, you're used to playing at some sort of default human innate tempo, you know, that probably can work itself from around 110 to 130. And we have to reel ourselves in, and practicing things at 60 helps us to do that when we have to do things like play a ballad. You have to think about that word slow. It has such a negative connotation, right? You know, versus fast. You know, my computer's running slow. The services, this restaurant is slow. My car is idling too slow, right? That word we think about when fast is always fast equals good, slow, not so good, you know. And, you know, when I was in France over the summer, things are slower over there. You know, when you order an espresso at a sidewalk cafe or a dinner at a restaurant, the service is a little... I hate to use the word, but slower, but it's slow compared to here in the States. But for them, that's their tempo, and for good reason, because the idea, the concept over there is that you're supposed to be absorbing the experience and taking your time eating, and it's not supposed to be a rush job, and they expect you to do the same, you know. It was a little jarring to me at first when I was over there that there wasn't a waiter coming every 30 seconds to check on my drink or to uh, see if my food tasted okay or everything. That doesn't happen over there. They, you're supposed to be experiencing the food regardless where you're eating at. 
And you want to do the same with music. You want to absorb the experience of practicing a line that you're going to need to play with people because you're going to be playing it. Think about it. If I learn the, the head, now's the time, or if I'm practicing walking lines over F blues or practicing my licks, I played that tune a bunch of times. So I need to absorb it and learn it correctly because it's going to be a big part of my life. And so absorbing the experience and absorbing the process, that's the payoff in it of itself. But there's an additional payoff in playing at 60. That's what I'm going to talk about today. And I mentioned it briefly in the last episode, is that when you play at 60, if you can play it at 60, and Barry Green mentions this, he touches on it in the inner game of music. I did a podcast over that book in June. If you can play a scale, a lick, a head, a walking bass line at 60, 120 is going to be very easy to you if you have learned it correctly at 60. Now, here's the metronome at 60. And let me show you what I'm talking about. Two, three, and we're right four. at 60. Two, three, four, one, and two, and three, and four. But check out what I'm going to do here. I'm going to take beats two and four. Now I'm at 120. Metronome's still operating at 60, but I'm just taking the beats and putting them on two and four of this doubled time. And this is a good exercise to get into. You know, you work with the metronome without your instrument and just count like I was doing. One of my first jazz directors, Tim Ishii, taught me this. He said something that stuck with me. He says, you do this a while. He says, metronomes will sound like they're on two and four to you all the time. And they do. Now think about that. Two and four, why is that so important to us? One, in, in most rock tunes and a lot of jazz music, it's in four, four. So two, two and four is the hi-hat. You know, you think about your drummer back there, one, that's what we light into, right? Two and four is also the backbeat in a rock or shuffle tune, right? You're hitting one, and they're hitting that two and four. So that when we are practicing with two and four, we're training ourselves to much more line up with what the drummer's doing because when you think about it, we're not getting a lot of the downbeat. We're not getting a lot of the one. This allows us to find the one more easily. You know, when I'm playing with that one, click two, on two three, and four, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. There's no click happening on the one. one two, three, four. One, two, three, four. I'm, I'm providing the one for myself, and that's what we have to do. Um, and above all, it helps us with our counting. It's something I'm going to go into probably in the next podcast. Now, I'm going to play the same stuff that I did last week, the four tracks. You know, I played a major scale, and I played the Now's the Time Head and the F Blues Walking Line and the Blues Lick Number 1. But this time, you're going to hear the metronome in the back of the track at 60, but I'm counting 120. So here's track number 1, C major scale. One, two, three, four, one, 
This is my blues lick number one. that click is right on two and four. One, two, three, four. And that lick's sitting right in there. One, two, three, four. And it's that simple. Okay, here's the next line. One. taking everything I did last week and putting it in two and four with the metronome at 60, but really 120. Here's the next track. Here's one more line. Now's the time hit. Just like that. Now, if you can do it at 60, doing it at 120s, for the most part, you know, I'm talking about most lines, I'm talking about walking lines and scales and most heads, they're going to come right off your fingers nicely. But you've got to go to 60, and you've really got to ingrain whatever you're learning at 60 and then turn it into 120, and you will not be disappointed. And it does not take longer to do it like this. It actually is faster because the process works out better and you have to rearrange everything when you only learned it at one tempo, when you learned it at 110 or 120. It's right there for you. Now next week I'm going to be, in the next episode I'm going to be doing 
talking about the concept of counting, which you heard me doing. And there is no, and you know, I remember years ago telling one of my students, there is no shame in counting while we're playing music. We need to count. Someone calls summertime and seven, four, I'm going to be counting a lot. One, two, three, four, one, two, three. But it's, there's no shame. You heard me doing a lot. And I have a very good awareness, you know, situational awareness of where the beats are in the measure that keeps me from getting lost. It allows me to put things where I want to put them. I'm not relying on the drummer holding the time and I'm just playing lines. I'm, I want to know where I'm at time-wise. So next time you'll be hearing me talk about that. Keep practicing.